0: This is the Ultimate Men's Podcast, and what we've got here is the second part of the book is the nitty-gritty. It's the nuts and bolts of getting into shape. It's the eating properly. It's the exercise portion. It's the recovery. I mean, that whole first part was the mindset, and it's so important, but uh, we've got a lot of listeners who are between the ages of about 24 20, actually, to about 34. Then we've got another segment that's pretty big. thats 34 to 50. And we've got a bit of a smaller population that's 50 plus. Um, I take a look at somebody like you or me back when I was 20 years old. And um, we just didn't have the terminology right. You know, you talk about a dirty bulk. I heard of your your yeah. buddy talking about a dirty bulk. And what the fuck is a dirty bulk? What's your definition of a dirty bulk? I have no clue, to be honest. I mean, a lot
1: of, a lot of terms these days, people are getting more educated. And that's good. But before and even now,
0: still, most people aren't educated on nutrition. Right, right. So this guy talks about a a dirty bulk. So basically what that means is he's going to lift heavy and he's going to eat everything under the sun. Yeah. Okay. basically ensuring that he's going to get the muscle that he needs through the proper protein. Okay. what's going to end up happening is he's going to get big. He's going to get very big. He's going to get more muscular because he's a pretty athletic dude. He's probably going to eat anywhere between 200, 250, maybe even 300 grams of protein, depending on how much he packs it in, right? But he's going to get fat as well. Yeah, that's definitely what comes with it. Like how, Without mentioning his name, how much does he weigh? Uh, he's a pretty small dude. He's
1: about 5'10". And he weighs you know, maybe 180 now. He's going to get bigger, obviously. And you know, a guy who's 5'10", above 190, that's pretty big if you look at the
0: right athletic dude he might get to 205 maybe even 210 depending on how dirty this bulk is okay I take a look at a guy like that and if he was ever precise with his nutrition and really nailed down the protein got the proper kind of carbs in good quality nutrients got his sleep in he could gain a lot of muscle very quickly and keep the fat off
1: yeah and he would look significant you know movie star body Zeus body
0: oh yeah very much so And you take a look at yourself So what ended up happening was um, unbelievable physique. And what you found was because your activity levels, you weren't getting enough protein in and your body started to deteriorate a little bit. Right. Your knees started hurting. Your ankles started hurting. You got a little bit smaller. And then we made an instant correction. And within like two weeks, what did we notice? Uh, Two
1: weeks, you know, the instant correction allowed me to gain a lot more muscle. And this is where I don't understand. You know, some people... Have a significantly less activity level than me. You know, you're pretty active, dude, but you maybe do one workout a day, right? Right, Okay. And you eat properly. And it's as simple as that. It's literally as simple as that. Whereas me, it's like I have to really refuel with the proper nutrients because I'm going to play two hours of basketball a day, then the workout, and
0: then this, and then that. And then a pool workout. It's, you it's get just tons lot, of stuff, right? right? And then your, uh, your, your business as well. Like you've run a tight schedule, a crazy busy schedule. So you could see how your body started to fall apart. And we made a couple of key corrections. It's crazy how
1: simple the corrections were. But, you know, it's, it's definitely those corrections that need to be made. Because I was like, man, I'm getting really tired on the court. I'm getting tired doing my cardio sessions. My freaking knee hurts. My, my ankles hurt. And it's like, well, you're not getting, you're doing all this stuff. And you're only eating
0: 100 grams of protein a day. Right now, just imagine something like this. We uh, we do a quote-unquote dirty bulk on you. Oh, okay? shit. So what'll end up happening is you'll regain the muscle mass. Yeah. No problem. You'll get bigger, but then you're going to gain 5, 6, 10 pounds of extra body fat, and that what'll happen is here's a point guard, shooting guard, stepping onto the basketball court competing, and all of a sudden you lose your speed. I don't think I would be able to touch rim at all. <laughs> like, I, I don't even think, right. yeah, I don't know. I that would, that would be an idiot. I would look like an idiot. Right, so, uh, you know, my expertise is in working with people who are top-notch performers. We can't afford to do something like a dirty bulk. Yeah, that's the difference between a guy making five million dollars and ten million dollars, being able to perform at a much higher level. So the idea of just kind of throwing shit on the wall and hoping it sticks is bullshit. So, it you, just so work. you don't go, you don't um,
1: suggest a dirty bulk.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. It's just the because most, the point is, you can do that. It's the most unintelligent way to do something. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because you can, you can have the same results but look ripped and, you know, like a movie star, um, all while following the proper, you know, nutrients and
0: nutrition intake. Well, here's what usually ends up happening. A guy like that who gets a lot bigger, he looks great in his clothes. He takes off the clothes and, you know, he goes to the beach with shorts on and he looks like shit. So guess what ends up happening then? He ends up cutting down. He ends up cutting, <laughs> yeah. right? And he goes on this drastic cutting phase, tons of cardio, and he gets back down to his original body weight, but this time, because he was so aggressive the way he did it, he ends up losing all the muscle mass he gained.
1: Yeah, and It's you a know, big
0: waste of time. Correct
1: me if I'm wrong. Like you said, it's a waste of time. But it's literally just a, a complete huge change in your body that you can't afford to be doing all the time. Like Dirty bulk is not healthy, in my opinion, because you're literally just packing on stuff that doesn't need to be there. And then the dramatic cutting phase is just intense amounts of stress whether it's through food or exercise on your body for no reason really when you could just be doing it properly and balanced right
0: now as much as i'm against the dirty bulk um having a little bit of leeway calorie wise when you're younger you can get away with it like yeah. i like you i remember i would order two uh, medium pizzas at pizza hut And the waitress says, "Okay, that's great. I'll come back to the table. And it's like, no, 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 that's just for me. And then you got the party of three other people ordering the exact same thing we had between the the four of us. We had eight pizzas and we can get away with it because we were putting in two hours of training six days a week, like training like beasts. Yeah. Right. Um, Bottom line is, if you eat too much, you're going to get fat. You eat too little and you're going to end up wasting away. Right. Eat like shit. You're going to feel like shit. And I know um, on every Saturday, I've got a refuel. So today's Saturday, I've got a refuel and guaranteed uh, tomorrow morning, I'm gonna feel like shit. It's always the case. I put sugar into my body. Notice what happens when I put sugar in my body. I start cramping up, all right? My eyes gloss over, I just don't function properly, all right? But that's what happens when you eat like shit. So bottom line is, you take a look at a person who wants to make a change in their body, you gotta get the right amount of calories. You got to get the right amount of protein, the right amount of micronutrients, a consistent pattern of the right foods, and then all of a sudden you start feeling better, you start looking better. So whatever the spectrum you are in, whether you're a novice level person wanting to get bigger, or a person who wants to lose weight, or a person who's an intermediate athlete, or in uh, the case of some of the people I'm working with who are high level pros, you got to get the right amount of calories in. Yeah, 100%. You have to do that. For you especially, I know your training, we adjusted the protein. And the moment we adjusted the protein and properly increased the calories, we've noticed an incredible difference in your physique and a lot less pain. Right? Uh, A lot of people talk about this. When you're younger, you can, uh, what's the saying again? If it fits my macros. You ever heard that? Yeah, I have. All right. You got the guys eating Pop-Tarts and all that kind of stuff. And when you're young, you can kind of get away with it. All right. But here's the thing. What if you actually gave yourself the proper micronutrients? Just how much better could your performance be? It could go out of the roof and it could be 10 times better. Exactly. I know uh, back when I was your age, this was like 30 years ago. uh, We just didn't have the knowledge. All right. We ate anything under the sun. We tried our best. There was no protein powders. There are no amino acids, none of that. Right. But nowadays, 30 years later, the uh, level of technology has gotten so much better. Our knowledge has gotten so much better. The way to calculate foods has gotten so much better. You get these young athletes who can really make a difference with their bodies if they took a scientific approach and they weren't lazy, right?
1: Yeah, but you have these, you know, you just laid it out simply calories, protein, micronutrients, and a consistent pattern that you follow. And it's like you can do that and you can really, you know, elevate your game body wise, performance wise, health wise. But people just simply aren't doing it because they're not following the simple aspects. Like you said, oh, I'm going to do a dirty bulk oh, I'm going to just focus on, like, I've literally heard someone say, oh, I'm just going to take creatine, see what
0: happens. And I'm like, what I don't even here. know what exactly. the fuck yeah. you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. If I look at an athlete and I I can determine if they're really serious about the performance, especially if they're a physique athlete, by just asking them a couple of questions. So one question is how many calories are you eating, right? And the person says um, 2,800. Okay, and if they can give the answer 2,841, I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about potentially. All right, number two, how much protein are you taking in? I'm taking 205 grams of protein daily. Okay, cool, right? Um, How about your micronutrients? What are we doing in terms of this and that and this and that? Well, I'm meeting my needs this way and that way. And then you know a guy who's serious. Yeah. And then you ask somebody else, how many calories are you eating? Oh, I think I'm eating, I don't know, between uh, three and four Okay, how much protein am I taking? Are you taking in? They're like, um, I don't know, maybe 200. Okay, you're not serious. Yeah, you don't know your numbers. You're not treating this like a science. Again, it's throw shit on the wall and hope it sticks, right? To me, food is fuel. It serves a purpose. So I nourish my body with a very specific intent. Number one, I want to live until I'm 100 plus. Number two, I want to function like I'm a 26 year old. Okay, so um, does that mean that you've got to start eating fucking kale and cranberry juice and, and all the unhealthy, Absolutely all the rich, super healthy foods and the
1: superfoods? That's a moneymaker, in my opinion. How so? I just think that, the they gimmicks, put right? that they put that out there. You know, it's like gimmicks. People want to follow something. They're like, oh, we'll eat this and it's going to be healthier. You know, follow this diet. It's going to be healthier. The it's Dr. Bullshit. Oz diet. No, Dr. Man. Oz talking about all this crazy stuff, right? Yeah, I completely don't agree with that. I think you can get away, knowing you, you know, you can get away with the complete basics uh, or even spice it up sometimes and you can still stay completely healthy, enjoy your food. I remember one, talking to one guy and he was talking about
0: colostrum. Okay, I'm I don't like, even know what that is. <laughs> it's women's breast milk. Oh my God. <laughs> like, dude, you're disgusting. Like, You're actually going to do People that? People just take it too far. I have far. no idea what that tastes. I guess I did when I was two months old, right? But uh, yeah, just they take it too far, right? I Anything really to get, get the edge. All right. But just imagine this. Imagine you couldn't taste anything. What would you eat?
1: I would eat anything. I had COVID for a little bit, and I actually, you know, couldn't taste anything for about 28 days, I'm going to say. And me and my girl were like, shit, we can eat anything. I literally had ginger right off the root. I had, like, (laughs) onion. I
0: bit into an onion. I could eat anything. So I started eating stupid healthy. Okay, yeah. But here's the point, though. If you can't taste anything, imagine you couldn't taste pizza, burgers, steaks anymore. What's the point? So yeah. then all of a sudden you start eating the most affordable food. That's the highest quality. You start playing the numbers game, right? You look for this, like the superfood, the super lean stuff, the kale, uh, anything that's like antioxidant properties, because now it's strictly food is fuel. You're not eating for pleasure at all. Yeah, exactly. Everything changes, right? Um, for me, it's the best of both worlds. Listen, I love my food. I think you love food more than I do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we both love our food. So what do you tell a person who says... I want to get results, but I want to have my ice cream and all that kind of stuff, because that's the question. People are not going to stick with a program if all they're doing is eating super healthy, super foods that don't taste good. I mean, some some people might, but not me, right? So what do you do? So number one, pick foods that you enjoy the most that are healthy, that are nutrient dense and that are within your calorie limits. All right. Um, I mean, one of my staples is chicken. I eat chicken almost every day, but that doesn't mean you have to boil your chicken and have no seasoning on it. Yeah. So many people think that's the case. You eat that clean that you're going to get healthier, right? You see how we make our chicken. It's like a million different ways and it tastes good, right? For sure. All right. Uh, same thing with uh, rice. Rice is a staple in my diet. It doesn't mean I can't spice it up with some proper veggies, cook it so that it actually tastes really good. 100%.
1: That's right. the biggest thing I'm knowing is you can put a diff- million different twists on things to make it taste different texture-wise, all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, like you said, food is
0: pleasure to an extent. Sure. To the biggest extent. Sure. And again, it's, if it's in your, within your caloric limits and you do have some good quality nutrient-dense food and you do have some healthy stuff, well, what if 80% of what you ate was super healthy and the other 20% was more fun food? Could you still get great results? 100%. Okay. Now, if you're training for an elite sport, you might shift that to 90-10 or 95-5. Yeah. Right? Or pick strategic days to maybe have a refuel. But the bottom line is you can be smart with your food with the more knowledge of how much protein you need, how many calories you need, that kind of stuff. Right? Um, The second thing is just eating strategically. Place fun foods within your diet either through a refuel day... (laughs) Um, where your weekly calorie totals are in check or through the 80-20 rule that I just talked about. So we talk about refuels. What I find is I need 16,000 calories throughout the week. Okay, you need more. And what ends up happening is I'm super tight Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm actually in a bit of a calorie deficit. Yeah. Okay, so it's the healthiest of foods. There's a bit of a calorie deficit, but it's like super high quality stuff. And then Saturday, I have whatever I want. Yeah, and it's, it could be good tasting,
1: it could be you know junky stuff. I find sometimes you eat, but that's because throughout the week you stay disciplined, and anyone else can do this.
0: Now, what have you seen on a Saturday that uh, like pretty much anything's?
1: Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, you right? keep a great body, and you have whatever you want on a Saturday,
0: and whatever you want on a Wednesday, right? Those are your two a Wednesday refuel. nights, See, yeah, I have a bit of a refuel, right? Um, you know, Saturday could be barbecued ribs. We've done uh, what kind of desserts have we had? Anything ice know, cream. cake, ice cream, uh, more cake, candy, 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 candy. Like more everything. cake and that friggin' addictive uh, caramel popcorn. Yeah. Every time you go popcorn. buy it. Right. But um, one thing that I do is I actually calculate the calorie totals for the day. Yeah. So, you know, it's usually 4,000. Sometimes it's 4,500. I follow rules. And I think you have to follow rules. I agree. Right. Uh, the other way to do it, like I said, is the 80 20 rule. All right. 80% of what you eat is not just healthy, it's very healthy food, all right? That's what's fueling your body, that's what's repairing your body, Uh, that's what's allowing and facilitating growth in your body. Um, Super important that 80% of your diet is very clean, okay? And the 20% is where you can have some leeway. Yeah, I I think
1: if anybody does that, I think they have that twenty percent leeway. I think they can get through it, and they can actually start enjoying their food while still staying disciplined. I don't think it's that hard to have
0: one and a half refuel days, maybe like a Saturday and a half Wednesday, right? If you know what you're doing with yeah. your calories. Well, have you ever seen those people who said, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose weight thirty days, no coffee, no chocolate." For what? Uh, right. For what? Not after the thirty days, they can have it. And all that's on their mind is what. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chocolate, chocolate. I can't have chocolate while well, you're still thinking of chocolate. I understand right?
1: that, though, to an extent, because, like you said, food is, you know, it's it's fun. But, you know, you can do that and just wait
0: till Saturday and have it. Well, yeah,
1: exa- or exactly. Or even implement it on a normal day and just eat properly.
0: Here's what I know. And I, I talked to uh, your gal earlier on. I said, don't you find that the days fly by? Yeah. And she says, yeah, the days are flying by like crazy. Bottom line is, Saturday always rolls around. Okay, seven days later, it's like my birthday. I can have whatever I want. I think that's what makes it more exciting. Oh, yeah. It's a special day. Yeah. Right. And then you eat so much on the Saturday that on Sunday, you don't really give a shit about anything. No. food wise. Right. Monday, you're still kind of good. Tuesday, you start thinking, Hey, maybe I wouldn't mind something. And then Wednesday you have a little bit of a treat, kind of like that 80, 20 rule where that 20% something really fun. And you're back on Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday you're back to partying again. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's strategic eating. All right. But again, there's some knowledge associated with that, that you must have. Right. Um, so next podcast, what we're going to do is talk a little bit more about uh, specific concepts, you know, protein, carbs, fats, uh, you know, importance of water, importance of micronutrients. All right. But in the meantime, some advice from a legend, Clint what I think Clint Eastwood was like 90 something yeah, years old. Now. He's, a, he's an old dude. He's kept healthy for a long time. And think about how this applies to food. This is what he said. Respect your efforts. Respect yourself. Self-respect leads to self-discipline. When you have both under your belt, that's real power. And, you know, there's so many people who don't respect themselves and they just eat like shit. They eat like pigs because it makes them feel good. Right. How many people do you know that are like that? A lot of people. Right. And an emotional breakdown, it's like all they can do is go home and feel good. And the easiest way to feel good is through food you know they're not going to do alcohol because alcohol is addictive and they're not going to do drugs because drugs are even more yeah, addictive. F- food is just as addictive. <laughs> I know. And it's probably But but yeah. food's food's a little bit more reasonable. Everyone yeah. does it. All right. It's cheaper. You don't get as much of a buzz. But boy does it ever destroy you. It does. More right? than more than some of the stuff you named to be honest. Oh yeah, diabetes heart disease, that kind of stuff. Getting fat. <laughs> and then the other thing too is, yeah, exactly. You know, the joint pain associated with that. But even worse, it's the psychological aspect of looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I hate myself. That's for a whole different podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, people talk about body shaming and that kind of stuff. It's like, come on. you know, when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you can tell yourself, hey, listen, I am beautiful. Yeah, you are beautiful. You are. But you have fat on your body that you should lose. You need to be you know, beautiful
1: is beautiful. You need to be healthy. Yeah, period. you do need to. If, yeah. yeah. Like, seriously, I don't know how else to explain it. Well, is it important to be super lean? Not necessarily. No, it's not. You it actually could very be. Un- I was unhealthy at a point. I was too lean. Yeah. And yeah. it was like no muscle and I was breaking down. That's unhealthy. Even though I was considered super healthy at work out all the time. No, it wasn't. And then you have someone on the complete opposite side of the spectrum who is um, you know, we could get controversial and say, okay, they're fat. Oh, no, they're beautiful. They are they're, they have beauty to them. No, they're not healthy.
0: <laughs> right. right. They're, not, they're not healthy, period. Yeah. You take a look at a guy like, uh, I know when I got super lean, unbelievably lean, I found that my body would overheat. All right. I had no insulation. Yeah. Or when it was cold out, I was freaking freezing. Yeah. All right. And I noticed that my performance actually went down too. I couldn't lift as well. I had some joint pain. You take a look at a guy like Brock Lesnar. Okay, he's a tough machine. He's not shredded. He actually has some body fat on him, but he functions well that's with That's his it. body
1: type, right? He functions well within his body type. And right. there's some people who can be naturally just a little bit bigger. And that's not to say they're fat,
0: but, you know, if, if they're healthy, they're healthy. If they're not, they're not. Right. You got to call it the way you see it. Oh, exactly. And I think we've been very lenient on people who are overweight to the point that it's unhealthy and I think we got to get back to saying hey listen we're not gonna fat shame you but would you be interested in functioning better yeah. would you be interested in maybe improving your self-esteem by showing some more discipline but still enjoying food in the, at the same time yeah and not using it as a crutch when you're emotionally down
1: because remember this whole podcast just kind of leaned around you don't have to eat super healthy kale all the time to be healthy you don't have to be overly, you know, skinny or lean to be healthy. You can be healthy and function properly while still
0: getting your proper nutrients in and having fun days. Yeah, and if it means, uh, you know, feeling better, great. If it means looking better, and that's important to you, fantastic. But the bottom line is, we want guys to be feeling better, performing better, feeling good about themselves, developing some good habits, so that they can live till hundred plus yeah. and feel like a young man again. I agree. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.